I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Open our eyes. Every night, thousands of these parasites stream across the border. There's over two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. million dollars just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, you're hungry, you're poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book.
see this shit going on and I don't see anybody doing anything about it. And he fucking pisses me off. This isn't our fucking neighborhood, it's a battlefield. Make a decision. We're gonna ante up and do something about it? Oh, yeah. 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 Goddamn right. What's up, family? How's everybody doing tonight? Thank you all very much for tuning in to another episode of the Motherfucking Eagles Nest. It's your boy, John Fashcroft, and with me tonight is Mr. White Tuber, and we also have a very, very special guest, Brother Aaron Art. How are you tonight, brother? I'm doing just fine. How are you? Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. I'm excited to have this talk. Mr. White Tuber, how are you, brother? Excellent, sir. Thank you for, uh, for uh, having me as well. I'm excited uh, to be part of the show. You're floating, you're floating inside, <laughs> this is amazing, you're floating inside my TV there, uh, <laughs> it's How amazing, it yeah, it's great, I love it. I'm coming in on the monitor there, I like I that. love it, yeah, I love it. Alright guys, uh, maybe I put the, ah, fuck it, we're good, we're good. Alright guys, what's up family, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm excited to have this, uh, sorry guys, that threw me off the way he was like just no background up there. But anyway, uh, I'm excited to have this talk, Aaron, because I'm a huge art fag. Um, after, oh, cool. I, yeah, after I was actually talking about that with the guys in White Art Collective today, because I've got another project that we're going to talk about here in a little bit that I'm starting up that I really hope takes off because I think it's something we need and it's something I've been talking about for a long time. And I think it's time to kind of just pull the trigger on it. But uh, yeah, I'm a huge art fag. So everybody knows, obviously, that I used to be a huge wigger, like from my adolescent years all the way up until like my mid-twenties. Uh, after that, I got real heavy into the uh, electronic music scene, and thereby got real heavy into the art and uh, art festival scene, right? I started going to music festivals, which trans transitioned into art festivals, and became a performance artist myself. Uh, doing fire pour. So I'm a huge art fag, right? I love it in all of its forms, and uh, I'm excited to have this conversation. Sounds but, great. Uh, 
Yeah, but uh, before we get started, uh, Capri Sun says, ah, MDMA. Uh, yeah, there was a, yeah, that's a thing in that scene for sure. Uh, what's up, Capri? Mr. Clean Oven, what's up, family? Schadenfreude, what's up, fam? Uh, Attagoy, Gibbs Bananas, Brandon the Great, what's up, family? How are y'all? Falcon, Capri Sun, Flint, St- uh, Flint Ironstag, what's up, family? Nate, uh, get a hold of me, please, uh, on Telegram or the Trima, however you can. Get a hold of me, please. I need to talk to you. Uh, I know I should be getting a hold of you, but <laughs> I'm just asking you. Just get a hold of me because I'm uh, fucking a space cadet. But anyhow. Uh, Tipsy, what's up, brother? How are you? Hail to you as well. Uh, <laughs> who else we got? Versetti. What's up, family? Says Tuber's going to court. <laughs> hey! I here you are. What's up, brother? <laughs> no go. What's up, family? Uh, Argent Destroyer. Gibbs Bananas. What's up, guys? Uh, Piper, what's up, sis? Yeah, Tuber's in a suit. That's the Tuber wears a suit on his show all the time now. He looks sharp as fuck. Uh, I, uh, I don't think I could do, bro, you were saying that. I don't think I could do a show in the suit. I think I would be so fucking uncomfortable in the suit. I don't, I, I've never owned one. I mean, I've, I've, I bought one. I've talked about this before. I bought one suit one time for a themed party, a Roaring Twenties party. I bought this old suit and, and uh, Jane bought a flapper girl outfit. It's the only suit I've ever worn. <laughs> I just wouldn't feel comfortable in my own skin wearing a fucking suit. It's just a, a weird thing. For me, but you look—I'm not shit. You look sharp in it. it. It fits you, right? You look like a guy that would suit. wear. You look like a guy that would wear a suit to work. I would just look like an asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who else we got here? All right, that takes me to the top. At the top, we got Brandon the Great, Lady Mjolnir, and Pagan Bear. What's up, family? Thank you all very much for being here. Dewitt, Thug of the Goat. Thank you all very much. Dewitt says, "Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, brother. Thank you very much for the donation." Thug of the Goat uh, also says, "Good evening, Johnny and Tuba. What's up, brother?" And Chain Reaction says, "Oh God." Now I've clicked all the way off it. Chain Reaction says, "Tell Tuba to be less suave because he's making the rest of us feel inadequate." <laughs> uh, and he also says, "I like you more than a friend." Fash, keep it up. Uh, red pill, folks, brother. Uh, well, thank you very much, brother. Uh, I like you more than a friend as well, and not in a gay way. <laughs> How about a jumpsuit? No. What do the niggers say? No homo. There we go. No homo. There you go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> What's up, Phil the man? Uh, what's up, Johnny Reb? All right. I think we got caught up on everybody. We got caught up on everybody. All right, family. So, yeah, uh, guys, tonight we have Aaron Art. He is a fucking really good artist, and he is a guy in our thing. Um, And art and culture creating is something that... Ha- oh, what's up, dude? Uh, 14 Sacred Words. What's up, brother? How are you, man? Uh, if you are... Uh, yeah, we're all... Yeah, we're on the thing now. No more uh, crazy... Uh, Cartoon Trump puppets or anything like that, man. Yeah, we're uh, we're out here live in, in in real life now, bro. It's good to see you, man. I hope all is well with you. Uh, it's it's fitting that you're here because you're a big part of what we're gonna talk about tonight, man. That's bringing art and culture back to our thing. Uh, a lot of times we get wrapped up in the politics and like uh, the back and forth, talking about the social ills and all, and that shit starts to consume you, right? Uh, right. But a big part of turning the tide on this thing, a big part of bringing people into our thing and actually building the morale of our people is bringing back art and culture. Art and culture is something that has always belonged to our people. There's no other uh, race of people on this earth that create culture or art or civilization in the way that we do. 
So I think it's really important that we start shining a light on that and getting our guys like you, Aaron, out here, getting, getting you guys talking, promoting you, pushing your stuff out there, and, and really starting to bring people in because that's a huge thing. Like, nobody thinks this is a thing, right? Nobody thinks that art is a thing in the dissident right or in pro-white circles, right? They think that's something that's left to faggy, bougie leftists, right? And that's not true. That's not true at all. Right. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Basically, the, the idea that um, arts for fags has been something that is done to our, um, our people, our condition, to detract them and to distort their opinions on, on the idea of innovation and, and creative energies. Yeah, man, and, and also a lot of arts get, not just drawing, but a lot of the arts just get written off as, you know, ridiculous or faggy or not art, things like that. Like, when I talk about art, I talk about it in a, a very, I don't want to say broad sense, but a very literal sense. It's not just drawing on paper, right, or painting on canvas. Art can mean a lot of things. Art can be your, uh, you know, your fucking spoken word poetry. Uh, there's a chick I was just talking... Well, I didn't talk to her. I tagged Hareth. If any of y'all don't know who Hareth is, it's a chick that's in our thing that makes great fucking music. Yeah, I, I know uh, Hareth. Yeah, she's yeah, great. Yeah, she's part of White Art Collective, and I tagged her today because uh, I'm... Start, what I'll, I'll go ahead and just get on into it. I am trying to start what they what I am calling... It's why I named this uh, show what I did, uh, Collective Culture Creators. Uh, I am trying to start a culture creators club. Culture creators club uh i'm starting a telegram group and i'm going to give anybody who creates art an admin uh position on that channel so they can upload their art as they make it they can upload art they can upload practice sessions right they can upload like their actual performance you can upload your practice session <clears throat> you can upload your uh tutorials right like for me i'm going to start getting back into poi spinning i'm going to try to upload a video of me spinning poi in a different area every week. I'm going to go out every weekend, and I'm going to do gorilla poi. It's something we used to do back in the day. So years ago, this was in 2015. No, 2014. This was in the, the, the uh, winter of 2014, right after I come mm -hmm. home from prison. Um, there is a place in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or actually it's just outside of Tulsa, called Rama. And Rama is a place, it's a Bible college, and they decorate the entire premises with a beautiful Christmas lights display, right? So uh, to not get, I can't get too specific because I'm getting really doxy right now. But anyway, my fire troop went and we did a pop-up fire jam. You know, we did guerrilla poise sessions. We went and we took all of our fire props out there and we soaked them in the parking lot right outside of our car and we shook them off and we went to the middle of the uh fireworks or the christmas lights display and we all spun fire there was like 15 of us spinning fire in the <laughs> middle of this in the middle of this christmas light display so i'm gonna start doing things like that again but i'm going to upload them and, and put them onto this telegram and hopefully other people will start doing it as well and i was hollering at hareth and i was telling her about this chick alaya Nero, and i was asking her if she had ever done anything like this and what this chick does is she has this weird ass little music box we're about to play it here in just a second and uh she has this weird-ass little music box where she basically creates music with her voice by layering everything, right? So mm. I'm going to play this real quick. Let me get this shared. And this is what I was wondering if we could get, like, 
some of the more musically inclined chicks like Hareth and these other ladies to do. Also, anybody who might do, uh, <clears throat> you know, spoken word poetry. Like a while back, Big Dave Martell did a spoken word, word like poem about heroin called When the Darkness Came to Town. And it was fucking amazing. Right, if we could get guys to start uploading stuff like that to there, you know, and if you want to keep your anonymity, one hundred percent, please keep your anonymity. You don't need to like show your face. You know what I mean? You could be standing outside by a fucking creek. You know what I mean? Or start a fire in the backyard and record the. You know what I mean? Anything. If you you, you don't have to show your face, you just have to show your art, right? But uh, let me get this pulled up. And so just to give you a little warning, Aaron, while we're sharing this video, there's going to be a slight echo. I will fix it as soon as I'm done. All right. As soon as, as soon as the video is done. All right, here we go. So let's get down to big TV. So, yeah, this is the kind of thing I would like to see from uh, chicks like Harath and stuff like that. Just uh, not that what they're doing isn't great, but I think this is an added thing that we just don't see from our circles, right? We just don't see shit like this. She's got that that her voice looping in the background and she sings over the top of it. It's fucking yeah, beautiful. She made dude. Track. Yeah. But yeah, anything anyway, we don't have to sit here and go through the whole thing. I just figured to give you guys an idea of the kind of shit I'm talking about, you know. Art takes many Is that forms. Our uh, no, she's not. Uh, uh, so this, I wish. I even we, we were talking about her today in the White Art Collective chat, and I was telling everybody, I was like, I've searched high and low to see if she's a Jew, and I can't figure it out. And I was like, frankly, if she is, I don't want to know. <laughs> Just don't uh, fucking tell me. <laughs> I don't want to fucking know because she makes. So I found this chick um, through a, an electronic producer that I used to listen to years ago called polish ambassador uh if you guys want to finish it i will finish it i just didn't want to you know what i mean um uh for sure but anyhow i found her through a guy named polish ambassador her and polish ambassador made an album called wildlight that's fucking fire i actually there's a song called rise on that album that i want to mash up with some images of the third reich uh just because the song is fucking amazing but uh yeah her name is Alaya Nero, but everywhere you look up, there's no evidence of her being Jewish. She's born in America to, like, working class kind of parents. Uh, her parents were big. Uh, she's like an environmentalist, right? Uh, so her parents were real big environmentalists and shit like that. But there's no, like, outward evidence of um, her being a Jew. But I'm pretty sure Polish Ambassador is a fucking Jew. <laughs> the guy who was producing music for her. But imagine that. Yeah, guys want to hear it. So here, we'll, st we'll, we'll finish it up. It's only got another minute or so. Two two minutes. We'll finish it. Deeper than you know, farther than you go. This 
wild, Molly, told me one morning, child, you've got to run away farther than you've ever gone before. Really beautiful music, man. Right to the edges, right through your edges, right to the edge of your edge. Jump off that cliff, dive in below. Jump off that cliff, in Oh, uh, that's my donation. Yeah, I'm gonna get it after the video's done. <laughs> yeah, it says nigger every time someone donates. All across the screen, it floats across the screen. <laughs> trying to be classy here. Yeah, she's all singing this beautiful song, and it says nigger all across the screen. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we do here, right? That's what we do here. We mix it up. <laughs> she looks very Italian, uh, Cosmic Pepe. Italians just look beautiful. Can't help I've seen her live. I watched, I went to a wildlife concert live. It was fucking intense, dude. I was tripping balls too, though, so that probably made it a lot more intense. So there's that. <laughs> Dude, it's amazing. This is like one of the only female vocalists that I listen to like that. Like her shit, like Wildlight is on my playlist on Spotify. No, Capri Sun, she's not. The guy she, the guy who produced her album, Wildlight, his name was Polish Ambassador. But yeah, there you have it, guys. Elia Nero. Uh, seriously, check out her, uh, yeah, good, great shit. Uh, check out her album, Wildlight, man. It's fucking, it's got really, really fucking cool songs on it. It does. But yeah, anyways, man, <clears throat> shit like that, you know, performance art. It also, <laughs> we got to show that too. That's me getting drunk at the pool party. You guys want to watch me? we're talking. Let, let's, watch, let's watch Fastcroft get drunk at the pool party just because this popped up out of nowhere. Hey, that's performance art. <laughs> Don't 
I would break my fucking knee if I tried to do some of that shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. God damn it. But no, uh, yeah, the arts can take many forms, man. And I think performance arts are a good outlet, man, uh, for the culture. Exactly, Freud for the culture. Uh, I think performance out is a, is a great outlet. Um, I It was extremely cathartic for me, man. I used to do it all the fucking time. Everywhere we went, I was doing it. Uh, there's actually video of me somewhere floating around Facebook or something somewhere. It was uploaded back when it happened, but there's video of me on the a street corner in Denver spinning poi while a fucking, like, bum nigger plays saxophone begging for money on the fucking side of the street. <laughs> I'm, like, spinning poi as he's, like, playing his saxophone with his little fucking coffee can on the ground and shit. It's fucking pretty funny. I'm waiting for that to fucking pop up somewhere. <laughs> uh, let me kill this. Uh... There we go. I had to kill the echo for you guys. Yeah, but, uh, no, yeah, anyways, I would really like to see. That's a big reason I want to um, start this channel and get this out there and start talking about art and culture more because the more, they, the more people see it, the more they get interested in it, the more we may, be able, we may be able to bring people into it, right, and give people an outlet to start creating, right, and give people an outlet to start expressing themselves and being a part of the greater culture and the greater – and start building community on, along those lines, right, because that's what a lot of people don't realize, man. These art festivals and this art and music culture that, that young white kids get themselves trapped into, and I've talked about this shit ad nauseum now. These people are doing this because they are striving for a sense of cultural belonging that they have been robbed of, that has been stolen and stripped away from them by Jews. You know what I mean? They go there looking for their sense of tribe, but they've been told their entire lives that they're not allowed to identify with their actual tribe. So they go there right. seeking that sense of belonging, seeking that sense of unity, and they find it in drugs. Right. They find it in soul destroying, uh, you know, and, and quite frankly, culture collapsing activities. Mm -hmm. And we and we have to As be an outlet. Uh, exactly. Mr. White. Too, we have to provide an outlet for those kids who are called to that more expressive uh, type of thing. You know what I mean? To get have an outlet for them here. Right. Just like this is, those... go ahead, please. Oh, good. No, oh, please. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. I, I've uh, referred to that what you just described there as surrogate identities. That's basically what people are allowed to have. They basically replace an actual uh, folk identity of blood and soil, uh, a nationality to, uh, you know, this uh, rootless um, subcultural elements and, or uh, they basically evolved it to sexuality and all this other stuff. It's the same thing. It, it's the same bit. I like yeah, that like, term surrogate identity. Yeah, it's kind of a, a fitting term. It's kind of, it's, it's really it's kind of right along the same lines of Ted Kaczynski talking about surrogate, surrogate activities. People taking up these activities that are meaningless, but they are put there to trick their body into thinking they're filling a part of the power process. Yeah, hundred percent. Like 100%. NFL fans, like Wiggers. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Right? Like yes. NFL fans, one hundred mm -hmm. fucking percent, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, brother, my, I'm not trying to talk shit about Wiggers right now. All right. Because you know that's a that's what <laughs> they've come a long way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, dude, Wiggers make the best nationalists, man. Huh? Yeah, because like, it's like it's like it's, it's like the guy who does the AA thing was always an alcoholic before, so he knows. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you know? exactly. You so can't fuck it. Got, yeah, you can't coach a motherfucker off heroin if you ain't never been addicted. 
Right. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, I dyed my hair blonde when I was a teenager, just like oh, Eminem. Oh no, you know, my brother did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, he knows. He remembers. Man. Yeah, we're them. And like when we were growing up, guys, it was bad. Like remember, like the Eminem era and all that. It was real bad. You know. Yeah. It was like pretty hard to escape that. Yeah, and oh, I was I was I mean, so deep in I was so deep was into rap. it that fucking Eminem was white boy rap. <laughs> we didn't listen to Eminem. <laughs> we were, yeah, it was. That fucking, was the real deal, guy. Yeah, it was bad. it was bad. Yeah, fucking kick the sneak and shit, huh? I, I actually did. Pat that's funny shit. that you know. No, it's funny that he knows who the fuck Keek the Sneak is, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. That was the shitty. Here's the. I actually hated Keek the Sneak because he was such a shitty fucking rapper. That weird. Fucking horrible. Sound like you got a fucking voice modulator, like smoking cigarettes. Like a bro, like his voice modulator is broke, and he's a poor nigger still trying to use it. That's what it is. But I did get real into like, like super into like Killate, Looney Coleon, Sibo, E Forty, shit like that. That was the shit I listened to. Yeah, that was the shit I listened to when I was younger, man. Old E Forty, E Forty turned into a fucking faggot. Uh, as they all do once he started getting more famous, but yeah. yeah Anyhow, and Del Chanter, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate the the Kofi donation. Good looking out, bro. I really appreciate it. But yeah, uh, where are that's we at? Let's show some. Let's show Johnny some love, everybody. Let's show Johnny some love coming out here. Show him some love. <laughs> uh, where was we at? Where was we at? Uh, so here we go. Let's let's back it up, man. My uh, I'm fucking spun out on rain energy drinks. Uh, so let's back it up a little bit and let's get to talking. <laughs> let's talk about you a little bit, uh, Aaron, man. Uh, so when did you first get into? Well, we'll start with uh, when did you first become political and like how did you get over here to our thing, right? Because it's it's a lot of people have this false concept, uh, this misconception, I guess I should say that like once you are in that. Uh, liberal scene once you're in the art scene once you're in that you know more left-leaning way of life that you're irredeemable uh but i would argue that most of us here that are on the dissident right come from that side of things right we come from a more liberal uh background as younger people you know what i mean so how did you first get into all this well uh That's a good question. Without guess, being uh, too doxy, of course, you know, obviously don't say anything you don't want to, brother. I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh, I never would. Yeah, I, yeah. I know how to do this. Right. <laughs> I, I just didn't want you to put you on the spot, brother. You know what I mean? Uh, you're all good, bud. Um, so let's see. Uh, I remember uh, being very anti-war. Uh, that was kind of my main political stance. Uh, that's kind of my earliest political stance, anti-war, and then realizing who starts the wars uh not too far after that um i'd say in around i had a girlfriend in high school that wanted me to read mein Kampf, but i never did at that point um and but i knew a lot of people that were racially aware and so you know you get uh getting saying the n-word and uh and by the n-word i mean nigger um and uh you get saying that and then you start saying like oh i'm I'm saying these things because they're edgy but also like look at these uh i mean it, it seems like all these stereotypes they're kind of you know they got some weight to them there and so that's uh the edginess kind of just uh was the 
the entrance into starting to come to uh, certain realizations about race and culture. And then I, um, I was on 4chan and about, uh, I would say in my early twenties and, uh, you know, started reading more about Jews and, and, um, and, and Nazi Germany and Hitler and whatnot. And, and that was before I even started like being in the art, having a career in art. So, uh, these kind of things at least started to spin me in the direction the world was turning. Um, also, uh, racial relations were starting to, uh, sour. Uh, I noticed that during the time period where Chappelle show was on the air, that racial relations were becoming more something to, uh, celebrate our differences. And, and that was nice, but that had to be entirely crushed, uh, in the years preceding. And so I, after that period, I started to see that, uh, any kind of um, racial um, uniqueness was being squathed, especially uh, out in Los Angeles where I was. And so I guess that just kind of hardened me to the, um, the things I had learned previous about race and, and, and politics on, in the uh, pro-white spectrum. Sorry, I was muted. So, what, did you? So, were you? Let's see. Uh, w- would you say you were a dissident or politically engaged before you became an artist, or vice versa? A little bit, but not much. I mean, like I said, I if I would call myself uh, my beginnings anything, I would call it like anti-war leftist nihilist, basically. Right, yeah, and that's that's actually funny because that's real similar to where I was. It was a funny thing when I was coming up, because even as a kid, well, not like a child, but like as a teenager, uh, we would always use Jew as a derogatory term. We weren't, we were all wiggers, like we didn't have any like racial leanings. We did, we weren't anti Semites or anything like that, right? We would just always say sure. shit like you know, quit being a fucking Jew, shit like that. You know what I mean? Uh, but. In my, uh, so this is probably 20, 2007, 2006, 2007, yeah, because I'd already had my son. He was roughly around a year or so old. I got heavily involved with a group called Tulsa Truth when I was still living in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they were a 9-11, like, truth outfit, right? And, okay. And we used to run around and do, like, bullhorning and DVD jams, and I've talked about all this shit, but even then... It was still like tacitly acknowledged, tacitly acknowledged that Jewish power had a hand in what was going on, right? But it never really clicked to me that there was like a racial aspect to it, right? I just figured like, oh, you know, Jews are at the helm of all this shit because Jews are just powerful people, right? I never ever realized the the racial aspect and the historical racial aspect and the historical racial struggle that has happened between, you know, uh, the white race and, and Jews. Until sure. I got into these politics. I come into these politics around uh, 2016. Uh, I, was, I was 
running around in Proud Boys Facebook groups and shit like that at the end, uh, you know, halfway to the end of 2015. And by the summer of 2016, I was fully in, fully in this camp. So it was a pretty quick yeah, transition. Same. It was a pretty quick transition for me. But like I said, it was because I grew up in this shit, right? That is why I unironically, you know, I know I play into the, the Wigger meme a lot. But everybody who's been listening to me for a long time knows I absolutely fucking hate Wiggers. I hate nigger culture. Sure. But yeah, I do, sure. yeah. I do unironically believe, I do actually unironically believe that a race woke Wigger is the best nationalist. Especially one like me that actually grew up with, with that actually grew up with niggers, not like a middle class kid who lived in a rich neighborhood and went to private school but listened to rap music. I'm talking about like a real wigger that like lived with niggers and grew up with niggers and went to school with niggers and like committed crime with niggers. Like not the crime, not to glorify crime or anything. I'm just saying that had been through these things. You know what I mean? That have been through these yeah. things because you have an inside look at the nature of niggers, and that's how that is actually. Truthfully, that's why I ended up here. I didn't end up here because of the greatest story never told. I didn't end up here because of Europa the Last Battle. I didn't end up here because of Colin Flaherty or racial statistics or any or IQ statistics or any of that shit. I ended up here because I grew up around niggers and I watched a nigger try to burn an entire apartment building down over a fucking basketball game. He tried to kill children and shit over a fucking basketball game and I knew the nature of niggers. So when all of this racial animus started coming up towards rights, when Michael Brown got his ass made good, when Philando Castile got his ass made good, when Trayvon Martin got right. his motherfucking ass made good, I knew that this is the only way you can deal with these people because I've been dealing with them my entire fucking life. The only fucking hand the nigger understands is the whip hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, when Michael Brown happened, I was already fully on board. Yeah, see, I... I had just been, uh, I had just gotten out of prison when Michael Brown, actually, I think wow. I was still in, so Michael Brown happened in 2014. I was released in March of 2014. Uh, and just, I don't know if you knew this, but I got, uh, I got arrested. I was real big in the, uh, electronic music scene. Uh, and I got arrested with a bunch of, uh, well, not a bunch. I got arrested with MDMA, uh, Molly capsules uh -huh. and, a, and a few actual ecstasy pills. And that, uh, sent me to prison, so. It wasn't like I was fucking yeah. robbing banks or fucking old folks or anything. I just got busted with drugs. That's all it takes. Times. I had a buddy got like yeah. six years. <clears throat> tiny few pills. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd been oh, busted yeah. before that. I'd been pulled over with, with, <laughs> with weed on me, you know, uh, like a year or so before that. Oh, and, so and, and, no and, chance. And, yeah, so I got busted with like pot in 2009. And then in 2010, I got busted with that shit and went to prison. So that's the... Well, I will, I will say that... I. I don't I said that I was fully on board. Um I at least like agreed that, you know, Michael Brown wasn't innocent at that point. That that what I never believed that Michael Brown was innocent. I was never in that camp. Um another thing and I mean in my early 20s I got really into a white man caricatures. I was a big fan of those. Yeah. So that also helped a lot with uh you know uh coming to the truth and, and learning certain things about uh, certain peoples and, and, and uh, the nature of our struggle too. So, I mean, that, that's uh, when, when all of that went down with Michael Brown and Obama saying it looked like his son Trayvon and all that, I was, I was not able to hear any of it, even in LA where people were talking about it, of course, because they were signaling and it was just like, yeah, but uh, here's pictures of them with like, 
you know, guns and, and crack pipes and stuff. And, uh, I don't, I don't think, uh, that's what innocent people do. I could be wrong, but I'm not. <laughs> no, no, you're not. No, you're not. This is the nature of these, these, and I'm using the word people extremely fucking liberally, but yeah, this is the nature <laughs> of them. Uh, and you know, just to get, kind of bring this back to art, and I was just sitting here thinking about this, you know, to be honest with you, <clears throat> I think one of the things that probably helped uh, take my defense walls down towards actual hardcore national socialism, right, towards actually accepting that, you know, Hitler was not uh, this fucking great evil and that the things that we were told happened in World War II probably and almost guaranteed did not go down like that uh, and, and what actually kind of uh, softened it up to me, I mean, unironically, was Murdoch Murdoch. Right, oh, yeah. watching the Murdoch Murdochs as they came out, you know, I think the first one I ever seen was the one that had uh, the first thing I ever seen from Murdoch Murdoch was the um, or it's the first thing I remember seeing anyhow was the uh, the the Grace replace the Great Replacement clip they did with the uh, stop. Hey, what's that sound? I don't know the name of that song, but they did a clip. I have the fucking clip. I could sure. probably even play it, but <clears throat> that was the first thing I saw, and then I started watching their cartoons and uh. I actually do think now that I'm sitting here thinking about it and being honest with it, because I was watching those like as they came out, I was a huge Murdoch Murdoch nerd. But uh, yeah. and, like every time they came out, I would sit down and watch them and shit like religiously. But uh, I really do think that that played a huge part of like, uh, you know what I mean? Just passing those ideas through. Right. I really do. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's another that's just one of those things. That's a way that art is able to break down those barriers and help get these ideas across, man. Uh, yeah. When I saw, uh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. My bad. Go no, ahead. no, no. Please go ahead. When I saw the Murdoch Murdoch of the Normandy sketch, that one uh, changed me. Uh, something in me changed when I watched that. The yep. one where they're they're the coming over. Yeah, yeah. They, they're coming over and they're telling you know they're basically like, well, you know, what are you here? for and this kind of thing and they say well i just want like transsexuals to be able to fucking schools and that kind of shit that really really changed me you know thinking about our great men our great you know american soldiers that were lied to that were just you know they were like hornswoggled into killing their racial brothers their their family in in germany and in europe abroad and and what they were you know what they were promised as to what they got right you know have you guys seen the video going around of, of that 100 year old vet yeah brutal that is fucking heart-wrenching it legit made me tear up like i had to wipe my fucking eyes watching that that was the fucking most brutal thing i think i've seen since i think that was probably the hardest thing i've had to watch since i watched jupiter Pulson's angel walk uh oh god yeah and i don't know if you know what an angel walk is but that's the walk they give to organ donors after they code out and die they walk them to the place where they're going to remove their organs and shit and that was uh Jeez. that that video of that old man breaking down like that was the hardest thing i've watched since i watched jupiter paulson's angel walk i had to turn that shit off because it just destroyed me uh jupiter paulson's angel walk that is i couldn't finish it it was too much too fucking much 
Uh, Pipers, thank you very much. She says, I have watched Metamorphosis 10 times as in half South African. When they said, we will come for you, it broke me every time. It actually turned me from nationalist into a white nationalist for our people everywhere. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what, man. Anybody who hasn't watched the episode of Wanderer's Choice, that is hands down some of the best propaganda that's ever been made yeah. from, our, from our thing. Murdoch, yeah, Murdoch, I, I, or Wanderer's I'm Choice. Like this art was seems just anecdotally in, in this conversation instrumental in bringing people to the right side. And that it shows is. you like the power the art has to say and explain something that otherwise you couldn't really do through like an academic exercise. You know, um, it's more emotional. It touches you in different ways. And that's what makes it so important. And, well, and um, like, all the people who got cucked were cucked through Jewish art. And Jews know that, right? Jews know right. that art has Jews know that art has a way of speaking to the Aryan soul. They know that, right? They know because they know we are the only ones that create true art. Right? Other people draw and make pictures, right? White people create art. There's a difference there, right? Other people tinker around and fuck off and they make stuff, but white people create art. Right? And there's a huge fucking difference there. <clears throat> yep. A huge fucking difference there. Well, uh, I'd say it's it's kind of like um how religion can be viewed as an ethnic strategy art can also be viewed it has it has certain functions for, for certain races whereas the african uh their art is more so about very base level um motivations whereas the our art is for the extension of our soul it is our ethnic strategy for for relation for for us to you know beckon to eternity and so i would say the same for them i i feel that they are trying to do the same however i'm not very interested in their their journey personally Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, Piper here says from. Oh shit, that was from uh, the fucking Murdoch Murdoch thing. She's talking about the Wonders Choice episode. Yeah, that whole episode, Piper, is fucking amazing. It, it's it's a it's a strong fucking episode. But yeah, yeah that's why I'm trying to like develop my art. I'm trying to get more shit out there. Yeah, that shit's it, helpful, man. You know. Yeah, and it's well, it's it's one of those things like what Aaron was just talking about, how he doesn't really give a fuck about the art of other races, and it's so it's one of those things where what people will never or we I think realize that, but what what people outside of our thing, <clears throat> and I've actually had a lot of luck talking like this to people that have a more left leaning uh, way of thinking. The reason the races can never exist in harmony together is because we lack the ability to empathize with one another right that's why you don't give a fuck about their art because you have no way of understanding it right likewise with us with them because their art means nothing to us right we have no ability to empathize with other races right so the difference between empathy and sympathy is a major major uh distinction that needs to be understood right so sympathy means you can feel the same emotion as someone right me and you can feel anger, right, at the same thing that a nigger can feel anger for, right? If somebody rear-ends you at a stoplight, you can get angry just like a nigger can get angry if somebody rear-ends him at a stoplight. But 
you can never understand why a nigger is angry because you can never empathize with the nigger, right? You can never under, a, a good way to put it is uh, a, a nigger who hates America and a white guy who hate, who hate America hate America for two different reasons, right? That they can never understand, right? A nigger hates America because he sees it as, it's, as a, a, a mechanism of ra- racial oppression to him that's been holding him down and, and tortured his people, blah, 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 right? Us, now, white dissidents, who hate the United States, who say we fucking, we call it the great Satan, we hate it because we have seen a country that our, our ancestors built, our race made possible, and it's being stripped away from us and, and torn to the ground, right? So by, by a system yeah. that hates us, right? So we can never understand the struggles of one another, right? A black man will never understand the anger of a white man, and a white man will never understand the anger of a black man. And vi- that goes for love, joy, anger, Sadness, happiness, we can never mm-hmm. empathize with the emotions of another race because we have no blood connection to them. In expression as well, you know, for example, bring us to art, uh, the uh, graffiti, not street art, graffiti. You, you know, you, you have a name, you paint your name over and over and over. Now, when I would see this in L.A., you would have these, uh, you know, white hipster types that would be interested in it. And, and they would just, you know, they would bloviate it as much as they could, but they don't really understand. They didn't make it themselves. They, they made the street art. They made the, the murals and all this kind of stuff. But they, had, they, they said they had appreciation for it. And I don't really believe them because I'm looking at it and, and I felt that racial divide. I don't understand this and that's okay. I don't, I don't need to understand this. And somehow when the wires got crossed in the cultures, we were made to, to like lie to ourselves and believe that we, we can understand this and people throw their lives away, you know, trying to imitate it in a way that, that it, it does not speak to them. They don't understand the, the, the verbosity of the peacocking, which is an order it, it, it is a, a racial, uh, you know, it's a unique racial trait to do that with the black and, and the um, mestizo community. This is something they have to do to gain clout, to gain, you know, acceptance. We as whites don't do that. We, we gain clout by being good, by, by extending our hand to the ability other than just the the um, gr- the name, as it were. Hell yeah! Giant's muted. Is he? Yeah, I see his mouth moving. Yes, he is. He was talking to uh, fourteen sacred words, muted as fuck. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sure you do. We all do, uh, brother Jason. We all hate the oppression of our race uh, by this evil system. But what I'm saying is you can never understand the Negro's hatred towards the oppression of his race, right? And he can never understand. Yeah, he can never understand the hatred of your oppression towards your race because you're not racial kinsmen. You don't understand each other on a racial level. You don't understand each other on a genetic, historic level. But like that explains why there are different races, because when one would come in, he would be seen as an outcast. He would be bringing diseases. He'd be bringing trouble and you wouldn't survive if you were welcoming and cool with all these weird ass outside people. It's not how, you know, we developed. 
Mm. All right, let me grab this real quick. I want to grab this and share it in the chat for everybody because it is it is uh, uh, an important distinction. And I think when people start to understand things like this, it really helps open up their understanding of why we are so separate and why there's no way to to reach reach an accord right there's no mending this this bridge right we just need to fucking tear the bridge down and go our separate ways right but anyhow getting back to fucking art uh what do we got left here and we still got about 10 20 minutes so uh yeah real quick before we go to break let's do this let's look through some of uh brother aaron's art here man let me get this. Hell yeah, up. there we go. I was gonna ask, was it see something? Yeah, let's get through some of Brother Aaron's art. I got the I got the links in all my fucking notes over here. Uh here we go. We will look through just go here. Alright. Now let me get this pulled up for you guys so Tuber can see. And then we'll get this thing rocking and rolling. No sound. Alright. Boom. Oh, uh, yeah, and for the next few minutes, we'll go through some of Brother Aaron's art and check this out. This is called The Redemption of Dioslatin? Sletian? Diocletian. Diocletian, there you go. <laughs> Diocletian. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that word is. You should, yeah. You should have heard me fucking reading. Uh, I read the um, Doctrine of Fascism on air one time, and there's like some brutal fucking Italian words in there. Like brutal yeah. fucking Italian words. There wasn't a chance in him pronouncing any of those, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. <clears throat> yeah, so that's fucking badass, dude. What we got down here? Uh, so it's like I, uh, I want to do a freaking show where I, I do uh, Dante Alighieri's um, uh, um, Dante's Inferno, and Inferno. There's yeah, like dude. a whole reading of that where dudes like do whole videos with imagery and stuff. It's really cool shit. That would take a fucking long time, and it would be badass, dude. Yeah, dude, that shit, like, shook me. It had me all like, dang, you know? I was like, whoa, it was one of those kind of things. I had to do that sometime. They had some beautiful stuff back then, man. Our culture sure is fucked up now, you know? Let me go say what's up. Sure is uh, fucked yeah, up now. Yeah, no, it is, you man. Know? We, we, like I said, everything we had back then was beautiful. Sure is fucked uh, up Yeah, now. no, it is, you man. Know? We, we, like, oh, shit, sorry. Shing started playing in my ear, and it was echoing. What's up, Shing? Uh... How's everybody doing over there on Shing? Zach, Carbon Fiber, uh, Rebuse. What's up, guys? Thank you all for being here. Uh, Mr. Clean Oven, Pure Nomad. Who else we got over here? I think that's everybody. What's up, guys? Sorry I hadn't checked over there. Got to get used to having these two, two different platforms. But yeah, okay, so where are we at here? Uh, Redemption of Diocletian. We got some little Roman. I got a Roman... Guard and, and some else down here, some peasants working in the farm. What are you what are you painting that with? Is that oil paint? Yeah, I paint in oil. All oil. Yep. That's not mine. <laughs> That's not mine either. <laughs> Jesus Christ, look at this though. It's got some yeah, fucking naked Yeah, some naked telegram. Indian bitch fucking shooting a fucking white man. And that there you have it right there. There is That's Jewish man, art. By the way. That's a man. Oh, that's in, an Indian in a, in man. Drag. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. And there you have it. I mean, before we even got to that part of it. So at the break, we're going to show a video about Jewish art. And we're going to talk about it on the second half. We're going to talk about uh, the influence of modern art in our, our culture now. And then we're going to do some comparisons 
of white art versus uh, non-white art in the second half. But uh, who else we got here? Here's another one. Like if you hit the um, the headlines, that'll go to my art. You have headlines up top there. There, yeah, should have. So you, yeah, you just got to kind of click there through, you know. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's not that's not my art. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Please tell yeah, me this is your right. art. <laughs> oh my god, I want to put that on my fucking wall where I stream, dude. <laughs> That's not my work either, though. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. <laughs> fucking hail to whoever made that fucking masterpiece yeah. right there. Uh, pretty good. Uh, when we win, that's going in the museum. <laughs> when we win, that's going in the museum. The second link I gave you, that should have a bunch yeah, of my yeah, paintings yeah. on it. I got yeah. that. Yeah, I got that. We'll go up here real quick. Let me do some stuff. There we go. Yeah. This I really like too. It reminds me of uh, it reminds me of the guy from God of War. What's his fucking name? I've never played that game. I saw it though. Dude, the never... first couple were really fun. It's it's a retard's game though. Let's be honest. It's a, it's a game for the unskilled, like me, for instance. Right? I'm not a huge gamer, I like so it's those great. Kind of games. Yeah, it's I'm great for me slow. where you can just like fucking button mash and whip those chains around and kick the shit out of everything that's around you. So yeah, it's one of those <laughs> kind of games. Uh, this is my fucking. I would have to say probably my favorite that you've showed me right here. This is fucking dark, but I like it. Did you I paint like this? It I did, yeah. Oh, zoom in so we can see it better. Details. That's, it. that's as far as that's as far as we can get, brother. Uh, hit control cap or uh, control plus. You might be able to zoom in a yeah. bit. Oh god, oh god! You guys get me? I feel like I'm a computer programmer now. I don't use it. I stay the fuck away from the control button. I don't know what. Holy it does. shit, bro! Is that is that <laughs> oil paint? Oh god! There you go. Holy shit, bro! Can we move it around now? Oh yeah, yeah. there we go. Okay, look at hey, look at this. I'm I'm learning tricks. You painted that with (laughs) oil paint. Yeah. Holy shit, chat! Look at that. Look at that, chat. That is fucking fire, dude. That is so fire. So what you need to do, bro, is we need one percent kind of shit. Once we, uh, we need to start, oh, damn, look, I didn't even, I want to zoom into this stuff up here. We need to start, uh, god dang it, having, like, auctions and shit for you guys, right? We need to start facilitating ways for you guys to sell your art, because you deserve to be able to sell this, man. This is great shit. People deserve good art, too. Yeah. That one's, that one is available still. Um, is most of my paintings aren't, but yeah, that one is. Yep. You have a link? I mean, it, I got my telegram. Yeah, just, yeah. We'll we'll put out his uh, telegram at the end of the show for anybody who wants to be able to get a hold of him. But uh, I'm probably going to holler at him about this one because I like yep. this a lot. It's very big, bud. <laughs> is it? Much. Is it? Yeah, nice. it's a big one. Yeah, nice. Big detail. It's uh, six feet by oh, four or five. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's it's a big boy. Holy shit! Put that in the garage. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Let's go back here. This is the one I said. Yeah, I like this one a lot too. Um, Yeah. What is that one? Oh, the exorcism of 
this uh, I can't remember what the hell uh, the exorcism of sickness is what that one's called. Mm. Mm. I like that shit. Listener out of them, you know. This is actually you know what you know what this reminds me of, bro. This reminds me of uh, the level on Street Fighter. Where you fight Guile. <laughs> you remember when you fight Guile and you fight him at sure, like that landing yeah, strip on that fucking... Uh, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. It's really fucking good, though. Bitches would think you're so classy you had that in your living room. You know? Yeah, I think that's why God didn't bless me with skills like this. Right? <laughs> God didn't bless me with these cool skills to do shit like this because I would have totally fucking used it for evil. <laughs> I would have just been, I just been using it to pick up bitches. Yeah, that's girl, all. I, this, yeah, know, I, I would have been like a creepy <laughs> motherfucker. To me. <laughs> I would have been the creepy motherfucker trying to <laughs> paint with Nick. Yeah, come over and let me paint you. <laughs> I see. Yeah, come over <laughs> yeah. and let me paint you. Being perving out, trying to paint naked women and shit all the time. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That one's this dope. is fucking Holy cool shit. right here, yeah. It's like a photograph. Look at this right here. I like this right here, how this is kind of like... This one Roman soldier is kind of almost like three-dimensional. Like he's in between these spaces, right? It's like he's in oh, between this... Oh, he is three-dimensional. Yeah. He is. Yeah, that's he, he's just fucking hanging out. Cool. Yeah, yep. it's fucking cool. He's between the wall and the, and the people sitting here, or the images sitting here, the figures sitting here. Yep. That's fucking cool, man. Thanks, man. A lot of people don't usually notice that. That's really fucking cool, man. I spent a year on that painting. I fucking Damn, bet. Wow, shit. I would die painting yep. that. Yeah. <laughs> I would fucking die trying to paint that. Hurts my head thinking about it. How do you even begin to do this shit? <laughs> I oh, watch the guy with help. the trees. He'd be like, put the trees down. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck's he doing? You know? It's nuts. Yeah, I mean, you should see the size, too. I mean, uh, the size of that Roman's head is like a penny. Oh no shit. Yeah. It's a big ass painting. And see that's another thing, like with these with art, like you could tell it truly is a gift from God. Right? Because I, I enjoy art. Like I love it. Like I said at the beginning, so I'm a huge art fag. But like even if I like I think and I'm sure these things probably go hand in hand, right? I think you have to if you have one, you kind of naturally have the other. Like say I did have the ability to like draw clean straight lines and like do the physical action of drawing well. I don't think I would have the vision for that, right? I don't think that or, or any of these that, you, that we've just looked at, I don't think I would have may, maybe, maybe this one just because it's kind of like, you know, an airplane, a cityscape, a skyline, yeah, stuff a, like that. That's from a photo, you know? Yeah, maybe this one I think I could probably get a you know, work up in my mind, but these other ones like this, I would never think to, to, to paint that, you know what I mean? Or this, like this, sure. stuff like this especially, right? This is extremely fucking uh, cerebral work, right? That's like, a, that's like a, a picture that you had in your head that you put out, right? And that's just yes. amazing, dude. It's fucking amazing. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah, you know, that's, that's something uh, that I struggle with um, that I, you know, I don't want to sound... Like I'm smelling my own farts, but I, I really don't think about this stuff. Yeah, no, but yeah, like you don't sit around for days thinking of the idea, right? That's how, that's just what I'm saying, bro. No, exactly, uh, Aaron, this is what I'm saying. That's why I truly believe things like this, beautiful art and, the, and that gift given to people 
is, in my opinion, no greater sign of the divine. A beautiful woman, like when you see a just a beautiful, physical, female, Aryan <laughs> specimen, that to me right. is proof of God, right? I agree. Things, things like that prove to me that God is real because there's beauty in that that is that it's just, it has to be divine. It has to be. I will say, there is one thing that I, I do that does kind of uh, set up the composition, though. It, it's a it's a renaissance technique basically it, it's not called fracture lines but it is fracture lines and, and it's basically setting up uh dominant shapes once you have the dominant shape um that that has like um uh, say for instance like with the uh the uh the entry of poseidon and britannia the one we're looking at right now um the dominant shape is a pyramid right so w- what you have there is okay you don't want to make the pyramid uh, equal on both sides because that you, you uh, lose visual in- interest. But if you lean the pyramid a little bit, then you uh, you know you have something that you can you can put a, a lot of stuff in, and it's going to be able to lead people's eye around the painting. Oh, okay, I'm with you now. I'm seeing what you're saying now. So, like the entire image. So basically, all of these. Uh, characters, yeah. yeah, is is formed into a triangle that's leaning to the left. I see that now. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Right on. Interesting. Yeah, you gotta. One thing is to always have the eye uh, leading around the painting, and and another thing is, uh, you know, the Fibonacci sequence is also uh, very um, it, it it's always prevalent in in great great works so i try to think about how to to lead the eye in a circular motion as well and and speaking of the fibonacci sequence dude that's another thing the fibonacci sequence um i can't think of the exact uh like technical term for these things but there are certain uh geographic shapes that take form when you like say put sand on a piece of metal and put a subwoofer under it and you hit it with different frequencies, it will automatically yeah. form these uh, geometric shapes. And that same frequency will form that same shape every time, right? If you hit it with that same frequency, that frequency is attached to that geometrical shape. Things like that. I mean, there's no proof. Or, there's no greater proof, in my personal opinion. Sounds like some wigger okay. science. It's sound there, yeah, it is, and it, and it's solid. Uh, there's no greater proof Funny. of God, in my opinion, than that. The really not Sorry. quite fractals, uh, but there, yeah, kind of, yeah, that's a thing too, but not quite fractals. Um, matter of fact, I bet I can find one real quick. Uh, let's see real quick. Um, There we go. There we go. Yeah. All right. Let me get this pulled up, and then we'll show this. Uh, I gotta get this out of the way real quick. I used to have some fucking, some fucking uh, loud ass subwoofers. Yeah, me too. I used to have Memphis Power Reference 15s, dude. Oh no, that's exactly what I have. It's like they're (laughs) they're sitting in my garage where my daughter destroyed one. She like ripped off the rubber. It's been sitting here for so long. I don't know. I'm going to give it away. So I had two Memphis Power Reference 15s with a JL Audio 500 watt amp (laughs) in the back. 
in the back of a fucking Ford Focus wagon, dude. Holy shit. That's <laughs> it weird in the same system, dude. That's it was bizarre. fucking wild, dude. All right, so, yeah. Here, let me pause That's this. That's weird as fuck, dude. There's a god, bro. We had the same sub. <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. That's Memphis bizarre. Power References. Well, well, what people don't got to know about, so Memphis Power References were a really, really high power speaker. So Memphis Power Reference was a poor man's JL Audio. Memphis was a poor right. man's JL Audio. So JL Audio, they had the J7, which had that giant fucking magnet on it. And it's literally like $1,500 for a JL Audio 7, like 12 and a half inch speaker, right? Uh, they're ridiculously expensive, but you could get a Memphis Power Reference 15 that would that would keep up with that JL Audio uh, W7 for about 300 bucks, three four hundred right. bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was a poor man's JL Audio, man. Yeah. It destroys your car. Oh God, it's it's too <laughs> it much. Destroyed all my shit. Uh, it's too much. Destroyed. Like you couldn't light a lighter in there; it would blow the lighter out. It yeah. would not. It, it would it knock soda. Wires, fuses. It would knock soda. Like if you set your drink on top of my car and I turned my music up, your drink was toast. It's off yeah. there. Yeah, because it was a, it was a small station wagon. It was a 2001 Ford Focus station Ford wagon. Ford Focus station wagon. Yeah, oh, and I had shit. the whole back of that thing with speakers. It was wild. And it's open too. That's crazy. So oh. here we go. Uh, this is that what I was talking about. Let me share this so you guys can you guys see the screen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So check this out. This is what I was talking about right here. So there's a speaker under this metal plate, and they're going to hit this thing with different tones and frequencies. Right. I've seen dudes, like, bend their windows. Yeah. Like, well, when you get into... When you get into high competition, you have to get reinforced yeah. plastic windows. Yeah. See, look oh, at that that's, shit. That's plastic. Oh, okay, yeah. Isn't that weird? It's plastic. Uh, yeah. When you get into competition with subwoofers, they have uh, reinforced like plexiglass, like inch and a quarter thick plexiglass windows that they put shit. in there. Yeah, yeah. So it will flex and not, but yeah. Weird fuck. Yeah. yeah. So here's what, that salt and shit making those geometric patterns at different frequencies. And every time you hit that at 133 hertz, it will make that exact same fucking frequency. All right? That that frequency is tied to that geometric pattern. I'm not That's sure not if it's really or autism. It's like one or the other. Yeah. Well, either way, this is something that happens in nature, and it happens every time, right? This is a natural phenomenon, bro. I think someone That's figured this out. That's fucking amazing. It's nuts, huh? Like someone just figured this out. Well, you see a lot of you see a lot of these images drawn and, and carved into caves and shit throughout time. Oh shit! You know what I mean? You do. You see a lot of these same images drawn and, and cave drawings and things like that throughout time. Uh, NASA so, yeah. says the shape of sound waves. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Each of these. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. In each wave is tied to that that uh, you know each of these wave frequencies. It's tied to that image. So every time you hit this uh, 32, uh, 3,240 hertz, it is putting out that sound wave. That image is actually being projected out, right? That's it's weird. weird. Yeah, it is, dude. And so, it does it every time. Weird. We could use this to like, defeat the juice somehow. You know, just like, hey. Oh, there's a bunch of like, look at that. Wild, dude. Yeah. That's 
weird as fuck. It's, look how like detailed it is. That's weird. Yeah. It's like that's weird. It's, it's, oh, is that like how snowflakes are made or some shit? Right. It's a similar. I don't think it's the same, it but there's similar. There's a similar shit. thing going on there. I'm not smart enough to know, right? If it's, it's exactly the same, it's but if there's, I think there's a similar shit. thing going on there. Yeah. Oh wait, shit. We got another uh all right, that's enough of that. We've we got the point across, right? Everybody knows what we're talking about here. Uh so yeah, let's go back up here. We got another donation that I didn't get to. I want to say something to them and I think it's time for break. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh where was we? Uh Sharfier, appreciate the dedication and hard work, Fastcroft. Here's a little something for the bangs and vape juice, brother. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, because uh God knows that shit gets expensive, man. Uh <laughs> Thank you very much, brother. I greatly, so, greatly so, so appreciate it. So far, the, the, the king of the, of the donators is Sharfur. He's yep, in first Charfure's. place. You know what I'm going to start doing, Easy man? First place. I'm going to start doing, but I don't know how to do this. So here's the thing, chat, you guys can help me with. I would like to start doing a thing like uh, uh, Horace does from White Rabbit Radio, where he like gives something back to his top donator like every month. You know what I mean? So I want to start getting like, uh, I'd like to start sending people t-shirts or some shit like that, but... I don't know the logistics of that, right? I don't want to ask for anybody's fucking address and freak them out. So if you guys can figure out a way that you guys feel comfortable about receiving things from me, we can work something like that out. Uh, but that would be on y'all. I don't want to ask for anybody's fucking address and shit and them, like, freaking out. Thinking I'm trying we to should give weird. them some National Socialist memorabilia. I can get my hands on a lot of that yeah, shit. Yeah, any of that shit, man. Yeah. Uh, I get a lot of that shit. I should stock up on it one day, huh? But yeah, for sure, man. Uh, dude, that shit's expensive, dude. It's not all of it, expensive. bro. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. There's a lot of it that's actually cheap. You know, not everything is like crazy, but the smaller stuff. You know what I mean? Something like that. Maybe uh, something cool. Uh, I have, uh, I do have Fastcroft coffee cups. Uh, I hear you are. They got my insignia and shit on them. Uh, but, um, fuck, I completely forgot what I was about to talk about. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Anyhow, we're gonna go to break, guys, because now I forgot. Whoa, what the fuck shit! I was we got something what? here from Goyam TV. Our, I want to. Uh, uh, someone wants you to look at here. They made. Holy shit! Send it to uh, me. Send it to me in the uh, Telegram. Yeah, I'll pull it up. Real quick I'll, I'll forward it to you. Uh, yeah. It's pretty, pretty good shit here. Oh, where are you at? Where's John Fashcroft? Man, this whole this whole movement is growing so fast, dude. It's amazing shit. It is shit. <laughs> Oh wait, we're not done. We're not done here yet either. I want to look at this real quick. Look at this fucking guitar he painted. Look at that shit. Did you do that? Is that in paint or is that in uh, pen and ink or something, bro? Cool. Huh? Wait, that's a guitar? Holy shit! Yeah. And that's what paint, you... oil paint. Yeah, oil paint. Yeah. And the uh, the faces on it are like very very tiny, like the size of a tic tac or or smaller. Look at this one. I saw that, too. I knew I saw it. Look at this one right by the horse's face. Oh, oh yeah. It's really faint, this guy back here. He's, like, got a book by him and shit. That's cool. Man, did you, like, study art? Me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you. I was like, no, yeah, like, what? Well, I was talking, nigger. That's why I asked. <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. Uh, I'm yeah, sorry. I, I did. Uh, I I studied art since i was very very young oh that makes sense yeah because this isn't no like student shit here no you know this I mean? is not entry-level artwork right yeah. <laughs> no it is not i mean like shadows like i try to do the bowl of fruit well this exactly. 
This right here, like, look at how impressive these guys sitting down here along with the headlamps on right. and shit. And the, look at that. Yeah, it's insane. Look at the shadow in there. Like, like, it's you, see, like you see and this guy. And their faces right? are, like I said, they're, they're very, very small. They're like the size of a Tic Tac. And, like, look at this guy right here in particular. Like, where well, I got maybe my... Maybe two Tic Tacs. <laughs> the definition in this guy's legs right here, just with white and black. Right? That's just fucking insane. Did you use a brush? It looks like, like, it looks like you could feel his legs. You know what I mean? It's wild. Yeah, it's a brush, and I also use my finger for texturing. Damn. Damn, that's insane, dude. You should bring up some nigger art for, like, a contrast, John. No, we are. That's, that's, what the whole se- that's what the whole know? second half's going to be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole second half's going to be. We're going to bring up a comparison. We're going to show even how much better white people make uh, non-white art when they get a hold of it. Right. Because <laughs> I like day. to go to art museums, and every time I go to an art museum, my whole adult life here is just niggers. And it's just weird Jewish shit. And it's very ugly. It's very aggressive. Right. It's very like you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's fucking childish, really. That's what it is. I talked about this. So uh, Jane and I, a few months back, we drove into Tulsa. It's been a fucking almost an hour driving into this fucking shithole to go to what they it's a museum there called Aha. They have a museum there called Aha, and they have an exhibit there. It's called Meow Wolf. Meow Wolf is an actual. Very big interactive art exhibit that happens down in New Mexico. And they brought a smaller version of that to Tulsa, to the AHA Museum. And I've been wanting to go to New Mexico to check out AHA for a while. Uh, Or, I'm sorry, Meow Wolf for a while. Uh, But I've never been able to make it down to fucking New Mexico. I'm poor. I don't got the money to just take off fucking three states away. But anyhow, so they brought this smaller version of Meow Wolf to Tulsa at this place called AHA. So I'm like, fucking, we gotta go. So Jane and I go, and this place is like a three or four level museum. And on the first floor, right as you walk in, they have like this uh, urban art exhibit, right? It's nigger art. And it's just the most shitty, fucking uh, disproportionate, non-color matching, splotchy, terrible fucking art. And it's selling for like (laughs) $1,500, $2,500, three grand. For these shitty pictures. And it's fucking ridiculous, dude. But yeah, Negro art is fucking a joke. It's a I was in Charleston joke. one time. I believe it was Charleston. There was like this, this small museum there. And, and they had this, this, this art from, you know, the late Middle Ages. Um, and it, it, was like, it was like these battle scenes, like 10 foot by 12 foot. And it, it was like the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen in my fucking life. And I was in my 30s before I saw art like that. And I'm like, this is what we're supposed to be seeing. And, and contemporary, you know, and these art museums, and we don't. We see just the trash. I'm like, this is what I was being robbed of. And, uh, and I felt emotional looking at it. You know, it was so fucking beautiful. And I'm getting tired of this shit. And we need something needs to be done about it here, you know? So this is a great movement moving forward, boys. <laughs> great move here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kofi, uh, John844 says, thanks for the movie night with Beavis and Butthead. I hope you do something like that again. Yeah, brother, every Sunday is movie night. What we won't be doing again is watching bum fights. God damn, that was depressing. Yeah, I missed it. Man, thank God you missed it. What'd Son you- of a bitch. What movie? Bum fights. Have you ever oh, heard of God. this? <laughs> yeah, so last oh. time I saw bum fights, I was like 15, right? So I was like a really edgy asshole. 
and like seeing oh, cool. you know seeing people like being tortured and their teeth ripped out with pliers and taped up while they're sleeping homeless in the street and like having their head smashed into drive-through fucking thing like oh that was funny then but now I'm a little bit softer I guess and it because was really, it was degenerate that's the thing it's really cringy now right. dude I was like oh man I felt like an asshole for showing it but. We were there. We we had the, the the fire had started. There wasn't no putting it out now. <laughs> Have you shown the prowler yet? No, There's I forgot a... about the prowler. No, I remember the prowler when you used to do movie night. Yes, we right. got to show that. The prowler. We got to show that. It's so good. I All right, a guys. Song about it. Remember that song? You should put it back out. Yeah, I have to put it back out. We do prowler night. I'll bring the song back out. Fuck yeah, I'll do prowler night. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do it this. Let's do it Sunday. Let's I'll do it bring this the song Sunday. out. That'd let's do it this Sunday. Fuck yeah, right. dude. Hell yeah. There we go. It's a beautiful uh, Italian film. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is uh, an Italian film. It is, it yeah. is, it is. Uh. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go to break, man. I hope you all enjoy what we got here for the break. And on the other side, we are going to talk about some funny shit. We're going to show uh, white art excellence. We're going to talk about the difference between white art and the art produced by non-whites. And we're going to show the difference between those two things. I hope you guys have been enjoying. I appreciate uh, enjoying the show. I appreciate all the donations so far. Thank you all very much, family. We will see y'all in just a minute. And the ruckus that let's do it. Let the left side come and we can get into it. Bags all packed up, going to a rally. It's gonna be a blast, don't start it up without me. We've been talking about causing a ruckus, now let's do it. Let the left side come and we can get into it. Bags all packed up, going to a rally. It's gonna be a blast, don't start it up without me. I've never felt more alive than right now at this moment. Lighting up the night sky, staring down the opponent. I know it's not advisable to strike first, so I hope it's a self-defense situation that gets internet rotation made a problem. I never back down when the time comes Attack us, won't be getting back up And I'm done Racking up the bodies Leaving just alive enough So they can answer when I ask them If they really like it But for now though We'll just feast these hungry eyes Size them up Everything they threaten Is the kind of thing that I would love Oh, you're gonna show up at my house? Shit, see you there We'll do it one-handed Blindfolded just to make it fair I'll even let you wear the damn skirt And those fake tits Just try to make the trip Without hanging yourself, bitch I'm right here waiting Just waiting for you A little gladiator tournament Table for two We've been talking about causing a ruckus, now let's do it Let the left side come and we can get into it Bags all packed up, going to a rally It's gonna be a blast, don't start it up without me We've been talking about causing a ruckus, now let's do it Let the left side come and we can get into it Bags all packed up, going to a rally It's gonna be a blast, don't start it up without me Hate drugs, but this adrenaline I'm getting is great stuff The sulfur from these crackling flares is on my taste buds Bugging off this buzz and I'm loving every motherfucking minute with every second is getting more hectic And at this point It's no longer even about the message I'm hallucinating About making rejuvenating messes of blood Out of these animals Damn, so roll support you You wanna abort babies Well how about I abort you Thought you were bad But now you're realizing otherwise Wanted the battle But now you're telling me Some other time Look at me Don't pretend you didn't create this 
I'm making big waves, but I'm just part of the great shift. I hate bitch ass nigger lovers. Get the covers and the pillow. Get put to sleep, buried with your dildo. A table for two, but it's a one-sided issue. It's like one two, the death squad's gonna get you. Been talking about causing the ruckus, now let's do it. Let the left side come and we can get it to it. Bags all packed up, going to a rally. It's gonna be a blast, don't start it up without me. We've been talking about causing the ruckus, now let's do it. Let the left side come and we can get it to it. Bags all packed up, going to a rally. It's gonna be a blast, don't start it up without me. There you go. That's the new song from No Face Nate. New shit from Will to Rise. Definitely go support those guys, man. Uh, 3.0 lifestyle is is the way forward for our for our young guys, man. They need to be in those active clubs, getting in shape, <clears throat> and uh, becoming good young men, man. Uh, that that is that lifestyle there is the most positive way forward for our young guys, man. But yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the break. Uh, thank you all very much for hanging out through there. Uh, we had another. Thing I want to get to. Uh, thank you very much, Blarney Stone. Right? Yeah, Blarney Schlubble. I'm sorry. Thank you very much, Blarney Schlubble. Uh, he says, great show so far. Thank you very much, brother. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And Rooftop Carolinan also uh, sent something in before the break, and I missed it. I'm sorry, Rooftop. But uh, he says, these shows are a nice reprieve from the daily diversity fatigue. Keep up the good work, brother. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, I really enjoy talking about shit like this. I actually had Jeff Winston from White Art Collective on years ago. And we had a great, great conversation, kind of along these same lines, talking about the importance of bringing art uh, and culture back to our people and back to the dissident right, right? Because like YTuber was saying earlier about Jews taking over and destroying art, and like that video we played for the break about Jews taking over and destroying art, Jews know how important art is to the the European spirit and for propaganda purposes, right? Jews know how art can be used to push a message. That's why they took it over. That's why they took it away from us. And that's why they have kept it away from us and tried to, you know, uh, put it in a bourgeoisie or a faggy frame, right? To keep strong, masculine white men away from art, right? Think of the old sculptures that used to be. And we've talked about this before, how uh, at the beginning of Rome, all of the statues were strong, masculine warrior types, you know, soldiers, swole, you know, good sculpted men. And then towards the fall of Rome, they all started looking more feminine, feminine and androgynous and shit like that, right? So art used to be an expression of masculinity as well. Some of the greatest artists, the greatest artists, not some of, but the greatest artists that have ever lived were men, right? Always. They've always been men, right? So it, it is not... Yeah, it is not this weird, faggy, feminine thing, right? Art, it, art can be masculine, is masculine, and is a very important part of who we are as a people. Uh... Let me get some stuff up here. Let's talk. Let's show some art, man. Speaking of how white people are the only people who actually create art, let's think of uh, let's think of like the pagoda. Do you know what a pagoda is, white tuber? Yes, like a, like a Chinese house. Yeah. So this is a pagoda. I mean, this literally <laughs> <laughs> this literally looks like a fucking bossel wood toy. This looks like so, a toy that a child made, right? There, I'm it looks sorry. Like something a gook puts up his ass. Yeah, it's tall. I mean, it's tall, I guess. But that's not impressive to me. Right? That is just not impressive to me. This is not the kind of culture and art 
that is produced by a European, right? This is the kind of culture in art. Look, look at the, just the stark contrast in these two things. Look at this. I mean, it's just all majestic. Look at, yeah, you know? and then he's got this fucking stick. Got a fucking it's just empty stick. soulless yeah. stack, you know, architecture. <laughs> it is. It's it's literally like a fucking anthill, right? It's a bug uh, person architecture. It looks like a bug hut. Right. Yeah. Have you ever seen have you ever seen when they take like a molten nickel and pour it into an ant uh colony <laughs> and yes, pull it I out? Have, it looks heard. like this. Mm -hmm. This is what we're looking at. This is literally an erected version of a bug person of, of a bug people's anthill. Oh, time out, Johnny. They can't even see it, you know. This has been a long segment here uh, talking about things that can't even be seen. I might have to show them. There we go. Yeah, so this is the uh, <laughs> this is the uh, pagoda shit here. I'm sorry. I didn't know he didn't have the big thing. Though. <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> Cringe. Cringe. <laughs> uh. Uh, we were sitting there. Look, guys, we're trying to, ex you know, work out your, your uh, imaginary muscles, right? You know, your, your imagination is like a muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it. We're trying to get you to envision what we're talking about here, guys, right? A gook house. You can picture it. Yeah, yeah. use your fucking yeah. imagination, guys. You Come on. The idea that, you know, art has a racial, ethnic... Uh, you know, strategy to it. I mean, that is theirs. That is their vision. That is that is in their soul to create. Um, you know, and this is what's in ours. This so, Aaron, just, you're saying you know? that the Chinese don't have a soul, right? I mean, because <laughs> White Tiger says it's a oh, yeah. soulless, and you said this is what's in their soul. So, <laughs> I was just <laughs> fucking with you. Uh, fucking and and someone in the chat here, our Texas may have a good point. One of our greatest leaders was an artist. Yeah, Hitler. That's that's actually what we started the show off with was uh, right. some of uh, Adolf Hitler's art pieces. Yeah, I mean, just look at that, man. Yeah. Uh, Michelangelo designed that, by the way. Did he? Yep. And he was also the one that painted the uh, Sistine Chapel, correct? Yes, you did. That's what I thought. Yeah, because we're about to look at that as well. Here, let's check out the Sistine Chapel. Look at how fucking gorgeous this is, dude. Look at how fucking gorgeous this shit is, man. Just unbelievable. Just nothing like this has ever come out of any other culture, and it, and it can't, and it never will. Yeah, Renaissance it, art it, is unmatched. It never <laughs> will. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. the that's the ultimate thing about it is this shit nothing like this will ever come out of any other culture. It just won't. That's just the truth of the matter. I wish I could get a white people show are on their space alien when it comes to art, you know. This whole that, other man. universe. Look at that. Damn, I've never noticed that. Look at that. Have you ever noticed that about this? I've never noticed that. I want to get back to that particular pic picture. Yes, I, I, there's a really good movie uh, <laughs> that was made in the 60s with uh, Charlton Heston called The Agony and Ecstasy of Michelangelo. Um, and they go through a lot of it, um, a lot of really interesting aspects of Michelangelo's life, none of which of him being a faggot, which he wasn't, by the way. Oh, is that a thing? I I've never heard that Michelangelo was a fag. Oh yeah, no, they've uh, they've definitely um, 
pretty much coined that. Um, Michelangelo oh, wow. and Da Vinci, both in the same sentence, are homosexuals. Uh, they they do that whole bit, which both is inaccurate. Johnny, can I can I send you my favorite painting? It, it, it's it's pretty amazing one. It, Please it, do, yeah. But I want to um, check. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm saying. What were you saying? I was going to say, I want everybody to check out this thing in this uh, painting that's on the Sistine Chapel. We've got uh, like a guy sitting on a cloud here, like holding a skin suit. That's crazy, dude. Look at that. It's like just hey, the John. flesh. Yeah, what's up, Bubba? Hey, can you um, uh, cut the video out? Am I still echoing? Are you still going to show it or I just have the echo in my ear? Yeah, there, you go. The there you go. Yeah, I always forget to turn that off. Yeah. Oh, uh, everybody oh, else has gotten used to my bullshit. <laughs> so, they don't notice it no more. <laughs> yeah, they don't notice it no more. The the audience can't hear it. It's just you guys here on the call. But yeah, no, I had never noticed this about. I've watched. Right. I, I've looked at the Sistine Chapel paintings before, and like I've seen the one where the the fingers are touching all that shit, and I've kind of glanced over, but I've never noticed this. This is fucking crazy, dude. Just that that hanging uh, loose flesh that he's holding on to. All right. Yeah, they're all, all stories of the Bible. I think uh, the Old Testament is on the ceiling, and then the New Testament is on the walls. Okay. There's that. There's... Look at that, man. Huh. Interesting wow. shit. Yeah, wow. amazing. Beautiful I shit. I sent you something. So you gotta yeah, show it. So basically... It's basically a pictorial story of the Old and New Testament. That's crazy. Oh, yep. shit. Hell yeah, white tuber sent us a bunch of shit. Let's check this out. All right, um, so this is a series of paintings by an American painter named Thomas Cole. He was a naturalist painter in the mid-19th century. Yes. And um, this, this series of paintings is called The Voyage of Life. The Voyage of Life. And it's extremely powerful. Um, pull up the first one there. Pull up the first one there. Is this the one you got? The girl on the boat? The angel on the boat? The very top. It's called Childhood. So yep. basically, he breaks down life into four stages. The first is uh, Childhood. There. You have it on the screen. Um, can you yes. zoom in a little bit so you can maybe see it? Um, I'm trying to. You guys said it was Control Plus. Right? And Plus. There you go. Okay, there we go. And, okay, if you look carefully, right, you'll see he's in a lagoon. He's, in, he's not in his own boat, right? The mother, his, this angel there is in this boat with him, right? That's his mother, right? That's the angel looking over him. You see he's in this lagoon. The waters are still. It's peaceful. He's joyous. And this is what childhood is, right? It's beautiful. It's green. It's just per perfect, you know? And uh, that represents childhood. Go to the next phase. Go to the next phase there. And that, uh, that the next one is youth. Oh, okay, okay. So there's okay. I got you. I got you. I got yeah, you. it's a series. Yeah, he made. So on this one, this one is really deep, right? So now the baby has grown up. If you see, he's a long-haired teenager, and as you see, he's setting off by himself in the boat, and he's not even looking back to say goodbye to the angel, who just watched over him. Is he? She's waving goodbye. He's not even looking. He's so gun ho. Has his hand in the air. And if you look at the water, you can see it's still. You can see it's calm. And if you look just down the river, you can see this exciting big city waiting for him, right? So he's full of energy. He knows that just around the corner, I'm going to have this awesome path. 
you know, my future is looking great. And that's youth. I remember being that age and thinking the whole world's ahead of me. Um, I, you know, just, just a punk, not even like respecting your parents enough. And that's definitely youth there, you know, naive. And then quickly he finds out um, through manhood on this voyage of life. And that's where, you know, we're all at right now. And you want to go to manhood? Yeah, I'm there. Not, if, you, if you look at manhood, I want you to know the mother is gone. She's in the clouds. And she's only a light looking down upon him. You see the water here? The water here is rushing. The water here is out of control. Ahead of him are some rocks. It's dark. It's scary. He's all alone. He's, he's unshaven. His clothes are torn. And he's on his knees begging God for help just to survive the voyage. You know? And that's where we're at a lot of times. You know, you're all youthful. You thought the ride was going to be sweet, and it wasn't, you know? And then the last one you're showing there, that's uh, old age. That is old age. And you see, finally, the water's calmed down. He realized he was never going to go to no city. He's just there at the end. You know? And he gets to go back. Um, with the one who was there in the beginning. Yep, back to his mother. Yeah. Where and you he? see, it's not all about the things he thought in youth that life was going to be about, was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or even if he does make it to that city, that city fades away, and you're still led back to that same, that same beginning. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. This series too. of pains really changed my life. You know, I just. I, I, I and who is this guy again? His name is Thomas Cole. He's an American naturalist painter. Thomas from Cole. the mid 19th okay. century. It was 1864, I believe. Or not 1864. It was 1842. Excuse me. <laughs> and we also got some. Hey, what happened there? Damn it! We also got some. Uh, there we go. Some like uh, collage art here. That's some Glam TV art. Holy yeah, shit! That's actually, I hey, I like this kind of shit. So I'll me tell too. you a, a kind yeah. of a kind of art that I want to do. And my wife is actually pissed at me because of this because I refuse to get rid of. I have an old ass, and it's still in like brand new shape. I took it from a remodel I was doing. The guys were gonna throw it away, but I took it. Um, <clears throat> it's a big ass old school console style. Uh, Big screen TV. Remember the big ones that were like really fucking thick, like a big ass box? I've got one of those and I want to knock the fucking screen out of it and, and clear all the guts out and put a panorama inside of it, right? I want to do like the idea I had was to have a family, like a, an old, you know, like a, an actual traditional family sitting in their living room watching a TV of a nuclear explosion going off inside the tv right i wanted to make that and i still haven't made it but i really would like to get into like that panoramic kind of art you know what i mean and i like shit like this like collage art street art urban art uh that's like speed painting have you ever heard of speed painting um no i can't say this one was actually painted by matt worst multi malta Malte. he's in the chat so hail to him that's some good oh, work great there. great fucking work uh matt worst is that is that Different drawings, or is that like stickers and like different cutouts, or both, bro? Uh, for the guy who drew this, want to see what he says? Cause here's another thing here. What do we got here? Let's check this out. The video? Oh, this is a video of him like going through it real detailed. Okay, let's get back over here. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> this is like street art, yeah, dude. This is dope. Yeah, I love that shit. 
Look at them, they hate us. <laughs> you got Ned there. If anybody wants to paint your voice of art for my channel, I could use some. Straight up. Bacon there. <laughs> Jeez, <lies. laughs> no shining pure. <laughs> All right, here we go. Damn, he goes through the thing <laughs> in detail. <laughs> got Tyrone on there. Oh, shit. Kind of no. graffiti I want to see. <laughs> Arian Bacon, uh, The Rock. He's a, a Omegle streamer guy that hangs out with the Goyam TV crew. Jesus <laughs> What's up with the Holy Diver thing? Do you know what that meme is about? I know it's a song by Dio. Yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> I never was a Dio fan. I never got into uh, that kind of rock. It's all right. Oh, damn fools. What are you talking about? Shit. Rainbow? I, wow. I, I will be honest with you. I've never even heard the song Rainbow, uh, Aaron. The only song I know from Dio literally is Holy Diver. Holy uh, Diver. Yeah, that's literally the only song I know. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of that, like, uh, that kind of, that scratchy, screechy voice, I've never liked. Like, I don't like ACDC. I hate ACDC. Uh, um, let me see. Let me think of some other guys. Like, but then I, I also like really fucking gay bands too, right? So I'll admit that too. Like, I like like Motley Crue and shit. I like old Motley Crue. Dark Sabbath. I, I like oh, uh, I like some Black Sabbath. I like um, I like old some, Black. I like some old uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, have you ever heard the song One in a Million from Guns and Guns N' Roses? No. And the song One in a Million by Guns N' Roses, he talks, he's, it's a song about a kid from the country moving to the city. And he's, talking about, and he's talking about niggers and faggots harassing him, trying to sell him gold oh, chains yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally saw that Clint Eastwood movie, you know, where he goes to the hood and gives the niggers a hard time. And he cucks out in that movie. He ends up like loving gooks. I, turn, I turned it off yeah. halfway through. Grand yeah. Torino. Yeah, I'm like, I see where this is going off. Oh, it was so cringe the whole time. Like, ugh, ugh. And I was, he was pretty base, but. Yeah, he's been doing, he's been doing that for a good while. Most of his movies now are about, like, cucking out to minorities. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. whatever. Boomer. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was made, I guess. Yeah, you got it. So, since we've been sitting here looking at all this beautiful fucking white people art let's look at let's go look at some da vinci real quick and then we're gonna look at some fucking nigger and mexican art we're gonna see 
we're gonna see uh, how well they do when it comes to the arts. Uh, I mean, look at this. Yeah, it's incredible. It's just absolutely unreal. Like, it it blows my mind that people can make it look like there is a literal fucking light shining on that paper or that canvas. Me too. Right? That blows my fucking mind. You want to know something about that painting you're looking at right there? That's the Mona Lisa. What do you mean? Well, uh, Da Vinci spent many years with uh, Elisa Giacondo. Um more than any woman he he ever uh, studied or, or uh, painted under for the Mona Lisa. He painted the Mona Lisa twice. And uh, if you can see, most of his women are Lisa Giacondo. Uh, different hair color, what have you. But um, my, from what I understand of their relationship is uh, they spent years alone um and uh, most likely, the uh, secret of the Mona Lisa is that uh, Da Vinci fathered children with Lisa Giacondo. Guys, what do you mean you can't see? I'm literally watching the stream. It's up on. I'm looking at it on Odyssey right now, guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sounds like Leonardo Da Vinci was a simp. So, okay, so I'm sorry, uh, Aaron, I was being fucking distracted by the chat. So you're saying that all of these faces are reflections of that woman? I I can see that's the myth. That's the the lore. The thing is, it's not the myth. The myth and the lore is that he's a faggot and he's in a dress. That's the myth. That's That's okay. Uh, I refuse to believe that. I remember hearing that. Okay, now I remember hearing that, actually, Aaron. I remember hearing that. Uh, the Mona Lisa was actually a drawing of Da Vinci as a tranny or some shit yeah, like that. I remember hearing that now that you say that. Yes, that's the Jewish post talk. The real situation was that Lisa Giacondo, a much, much older husband um, that left her alone to do banking internationally uh, while uh, he or while Da Vinci um, spent a lot of time with uh, Lisa Giacondo, and so he painted her. That's not that's not the Mona Lisa, by the way. That's a that's a shitty ripoff. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not obviously that's... a shitty ripoff, bro. Yeah, that's weird. But there it is. There's but the... his his women all have kind of similar features because they're most likely Lisa Giacondo. Yeah, that's what I was actually, that's what I was skimming through to see is like, because you can tell like all of these have like a very similar facial structure. Yep. And most likely uh, Da Vinci fathered children with Lisa Giaconda. This one right here, though, is just fucking immaculate, dude. Another thing is uh, he kept the Mona Lisa. Um, He he, uh, took the money from... uh, I can't remember his, I think it's uh, Giovanni Giaconda was his, his name. And then he uh, fled to Florence with the Mona Lisa, which he carried with him in a briefcase to show people he was so proud of it for the rest of his life. He never really? gave it to the patron? No, he never gave it to the patron. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, he was proud of it, and he's proud of the woman he loved. I mean, that, that's basically... What I have, from my research, I have summated. 
So look at that, man. This is like a, it looks like it's fucking actually like, it looks like actual stone. You know what I mean? That looks like it's actual stone on the canvas. Yeah, and the Romans had some spectacular marble work that's mind-numbing. And it was like actual scale of the face and everything, you know? Another thing that uh, da Vinci is, is known for pioneering is the uh, the uh, cadaver drawings and, and the uh, study of cadavers. Yeah, what's it called? The Vitruvian Man, right? Yeah, Vitruvian Man, yes. Yeah, I've got it up here on the screen. It's all the Renaissance. Yep. <laughs> and then you have real art This is the real shit right here, brother. Yeah. This is what I'm about. I mean, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I see these weird, wispy, stick figure-ish, niggerish uh, on like a, just a blot of red, it inspires awe in me, right? I don't know about you, but it just really, it really speaks to my spirit when I see this but smash this of colors. Really shit like, onto a fucking canvas. <laughs> and you know what? I bet white people painted those. Right. He says this is like this is like post like black power yeah. white. Like, I, I want to see some real sand. I want to see some niggers drawing in the mud. You know, that's what I want to see. Oh man! I can almost, I can almost have money that some white cuck painted that shit. Yeah, yeah. or a Jew. You know. Look at this. My my son Jordan. can paint that right now. One hundred percent. Well, look at the shading on the dress, though. Wow, that's that's yeah. This back, yeah. <laughs> this back right here, it's all shitty. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could find some of that fucking urban art. I want to find some of that fucking urban. Look at this. <laughs> it's like their wow. that's like their attempt at Picasso abstract art. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Uh, fuck, man. All right, I found some African art here. Look at this. Look at this, huh? Let's oh, get some bean nigger art. Look at that beautiful fucking masterpiece there. <laughs> that looks like a fucking 10 year old. <laughs> Johnny, type in mud art Africa into Google and then hit images. All right, I got you. Hold on. Give me Let's see what we get. <laughs> You're going to see some real African art, buddy. It's just a series of triangles and shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's basically it's basically what we have right here. I mean, this isn't too far from this Mexican art we've got here. Yeah, let's get this out of really, the way. Here. Actually, kind of surprised how clean the lines are on those. They're usually not that clean <laughs> when they're doing their tribal art. It took them well, years. This is Google, right? So they highly curated like yeah, the best. The yeah, they the got highly yeah. carefully curated the best art from the fucking non-whites they possibly could. I mean, look yeah. at that. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, like, look that's at what that. I'm talking about. See, like, look at that. Like, my daughters could do that. Like, this is like, like that. <laughs> See, well, the thing is, it's like it shows a little bit of time preference because there's no smearing, so they let that shit dry before they apply the black. Holy shit, dude! That's <laughs> good child. Yeah. Like a child, just like an infant. Uh. <laughs> 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 Oh fuck, dude! This nigga was playing tic tac toe to it. <laughs> Very cool. <sighs> da Vinci also uh, cultivated the style where you see no brush strokes. That was another thing that he was very, very adamant about: is never seeing 
his brush strokes. Yeah, I mean, look at that. I mean, there there is no there's no <laughs> there's nothing sign of the work, right? Does that make sense what I'm saying? I mean, like look at the fucking eyes. It looks like you could rub that eyeball. It looks like you could yep. rub your finger across that and you could feel the eye and, and like the, the the eyelids on each side of your finger, right? Does that make sense? It, it yeah. You guys know the Jew sees that, he gets mad. Well, the thing is, like, when you're painting, you have to look at what you're painting as a sculpture so that you can you can kind of, uh, you know, illuminate where the light hits and all sorts of stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you pretty much, you got, you got it. That, that's so you got to think about something. That's like that. caveman shit. <laughs> yeah. They're on the caveman shit. That's caveman. It's literally shit. hieroglyphics. That's <laughs> hieroglyphics. <laughs> And they're calling it art. It's fucking hieroglyphics, bro. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> uh, fucking hieroglyphics. work right last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the, yeah, exactly. It was done in 2021. And I was enjoying the Renaissance paintings at the museum. And then right because they love to do this at museums where they juxtapose like the African art next to the Renaissance art to like, you know, give you this subconscious feeling that they are of the same quality or, or they're just as good as the other. And, uh, the fucking like brutalist, like big lipped, uh, you know, monkey ass fucking bullshit was all done within the last 50 fucking years. Right. Yeah. It looked like, it would you would think it would be like thousands of years old, but no, it was it was like fifty years ago. Yeah. Speaking of Have brutalist you... big lip, look, we've got a. Look, this is an ancient painting of a black Hebrew Israelite. It's on the screen. Oh look. shit! <laughs> look, I mean that is a perfect juxtaposition right there. Look, there is the Negro portrait. Yep. There's the Aryan portrait. Have you seen the yep. Meek Mill painted city bus? I believe it was in Philadelphia or something. I sent you a picture of it. It literally has some African artists who painted bitches bending over showing their pussy on of the public bus. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Well, like, about that painting we were just looking at, the black one, That that's like more modern technique too. I mean, that, that's not even like, uh, you know, what – you know that's that's not really like uh, historical work. You know, I got the full yeah. image here. John. No, that's the best they could do. It's the best they could fucking yeah, do. Yeah, in twenty twenty two. Yeah, got I, it. I sent you the full image, un unadulterated, so they can enjoy it. This is what is on a city bus painted by some nigger artist with your fucking tax dollars. <laughs> Look. Yes, no, this is, Tuber, this is exactly like the urban art I was telling you about that was at the fucking museum. I was, dude, this is exactly what I was talking about. Just this disproportionate, fucked up, childish yeah. fucking art that they're selling as actual art. Yeah, it's like the group. on a strip pole. What were you saying, Aaron? Yeah, it's like the Google art. I mean, it. you know, that's the style they do. It's just flat, fucking big, bright, garish colors because that's what what excites, uh, you know, their, their racial, um, you know, instincts, basically. Mm -hmm. The dice, low riders, hoes, on a pole, you know? Yep. Wow. Thanks, Juice. Something yeah. So yeah, now that we have... Go ahead, Aaron, I'm sorry. Quick, 
Oh no, I'm just saying like this is the equivalent. This is equivalent to uh, the Da Vinci. That's what way they yes. set it up in a museum. This is Nigger Da Vinci right here. Yes, on the screen. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, fuck. So now that we have uh, kind of showed the difference between white art, European art, true art, and this like weird, uh, incoherent, schizophrenic shit that these niggers call art. I want to kind of show what happens when a white person gets a hold of another culture's art and how they can even change another culture's art into something beautiful. So I, uh, we were talking about this earlier, I spin Firepoint, right? I've spun Firepoint for years, did it professionally, so on and so forth. Uh, but Firepoint is actually not a, a white art to begin with. It was actually an art of the Maori tribes in New Zealand. And I don't know how the fuck white people got a hold of it, but they did, and they made it beautiful. Uh, it was actually uh, really fucking retarded when the Maori had it. I'm about to pull this up right here, and I'm going to show you what it looked like when they did it. All right, so here we I'm go. I'm assuming it's rolling around in fire. <laughs> no, they. I don't even know that they ever even did it on fire. I think that was actually also a white thing. I think white people set them ablaze on fire. But uh, so here it was a fertility dance, I believe, was the original uh, idea behind it. It was a Maori, like a uh, almost like a uh, you know the woman would do it when she was ready to fuck whatever dude she was ready to fuck or whatever. I guess I'm not really sure exactly sure. how it went down. But uh, here, let me uh, get this up here, and I want to show you guys the difference. Um, but I'm going to make sure you guys can see it real fast. You don't really need to hear much of it, so I'll just do that. Here we go. You see that? They're just swinging them around with, like, no rhyme or reason or anything, right? It's like the nigger jump. They do yes. Yeah, it, yeah, they're just like swinging these things around, right? Well, there's a white girl there, and she's, you know, she looks like she's doing it pretty adequately there. This is what happens. This is what happens when a white man. Meat on the bones. Yeah, those are all big old fat bitches. They're like uh, Samoan bitches, right? They're warrior whore, like fucking, they do haka and shit. <laughs> big Amazon bitches. After this uh, thing here plays, I'll show you well, what happens. Well, because they're just retards, you know? Yeah. So this is what happens when a white man gets a hold of Poi. This dude's name is Drex, Drex Factor. He's a total faggot, but he's really good at, at Poi, man. It's, it's really, it's, there's something to be said, man, and, and you will never really understand until you've tried to do it, but to manipulate an object, especially when it's on the end of strings into different directions instantaneously like that is incredibly difficult. The way he is... The way he is shifting the directions between those poi and the planes on them is incredibly fucking difficult. And it's just a thing that you'll never understand unless you've tried it. You gotta have a certain IQ. 
Looks like he's doing a little Joffrey ballet, which is like modern ballet. Uh, no, there is uh, an aspect to that to it. There are some people who are a lot more theatrical. Well, I'm saying him in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just because he might, I mean, he is moving kind of effeminately, I could say. <laughs> I can juggle two things. Yeah, this dude is fucking wild good. I actually, this isn't the kind of, so, this is like the more of the style I like to do. I actually have a, a video of me doing it. Here, I'll play in just a second. So this guy is a chink, uh, but he's really fucking good, man. This is kind of a, uh, this is the guy I used to try to emulate when I was into poi spinning real heavy. Uh, his name is Ong. But this right here is really fucking beautiful, dude. Watch this guy. You'll, you'll notice how fast the other guy was. Watch how smooth and controlled this guy is. So all of this come from, uh, all of these maneuvers that you're seeing here come from a, a group of, of white guys. They were a flow tribe called uh, uh, Vulcan Tech, Vulcan Tech Symphony or some shit like that. And they put out a, like a, a chart of different concentric circle patterns, man. They called it Tech Poi. And that's what you're watching here. Yeah, it's just fucking beautiful, man. I love it. I miss it. So here is a video of me doing it. Uh, let me get this pulled up real quick. I'll let this play while I get the video of me doing it. Uh, you guys got to bear with me a little bit. This is the first time I have spun poi in a little over three years. Uh, so, yeah, you'll have to bear with me a little bit. All right, so there's that. That's that's Ong right there. And here's a video of me. This is just a real quick video I did. Uh, I did this for the Boer Solidarity Project. Uh, yeah, here you go. There's no music or nothing to it. Oh. Holy shit. That was dope. What if they were doing that at Charlottesville? They would have really freaked out, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's been a well, there there was a nigger blowing a, a fire and a blowtorch yeah. out there, huh? No, no. Instead of fucking tiki torches, everybody's fucking spinning poi, dude. That would have been fucking. Yeah. <laughs> if you get hit, it's your own fault. If you get hit, it's your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro.
That was a South African flag. Uh, yeah, so we did this as a project. Uh, we had guys burning the flag, the new flag of South Africa in solidarity with South African boars. And this was my submission to that. Uh, I'm going to start doing this a lot more, um, uh, and I'm going to get back into practice. I'm actually... Hey, that was you? Yeah, that's me. I'm actually I thought a lot... was some, like, expert from, like, no, Australia or some shit. Damn, I'm son. actually... This is actually a very shitty performance by me, to be honest with you. I'm way better. Like I said, this is the first time I picked up my poi in three years, dude. It's a warming up. Yeah. So, yeah, man. That was me. I actually did that, like I said, professionally for about three years. Performed at festivals and all that shit. Spinning fire. We should do that every day with Israeli flag. Yeah, yeah burn <laughs> it like that. Yeah. Every day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So, yeah, man, there it is. That's what happens when a white man gets a hold of some weird, fucky, retarded uh, art that people have bastardized, man. We make it great again, right? We make it something beautiful. We take, We make weird, spinny... Uh, frantic, chaotic, schizophrenic motions into beautiful, concentric, geometric patterns, man. That is what we do. Uh, yeah, uh, Poizog, I am actually, yeah, it's a, my, when you're in all that shit, I'm super a fire bug, like I'm a fire sign and all that shit when you get into all that weird shit too, so yeah. But anyway, what were we going to say, Aaron? I'm sorry. Well, one thing we, we should be considering about art and, and expression is that our enemies will go into every medium they can and make it make it gay and lame and whatnot in it, it, why, why not just do what our enemies do you do this I mean there's people doing pro-white rap that, that kind of thing I mean, affect all the areas exactly yeah a hundred percent man and, and not only do we need to we have to man because it's important man I cannot stress enough man. I just cannot stress enough. And and it's one of those things kind of like I was talking about not knowing how hard it is to shift the direction of those objects moving in one direction without like having an issue. It's the same thing. Like you will never understand the uh, connection you get through art. You'll never understand the, the thing that these young white kids are searching for that hole they're trying to fill, to fill that gets filled by art. You'll never understand it until you've been a part of that community. Art is extremely uh, cathartic, right? Doing things like this, there's an extremely meditative uh, aspect to art, right? Rather it be poetry, rather it be painting, rather it be spinning fire, rather it be any of these different outlets, right? <clears throat> art is, is an avenue for expression, man, and it's cathartic. And that's why the best art comes from struggle, right? The best art comes from people who have struggled, man. That's why you don't see a lot of bougie fucking middle-class artists that are any good, right? You may see some that are in art, as a form of like money laundering, right? <laughs> but not actually good artists, you know what I mean? But yeah, man, there it is, guys. Uh, yeah, chat, do you guys have anything you want to add? Uh, Brother Aaron, you got anything you want to add to that? We're about two hours and 20 minutes, man. Uh, so I got all the... I got all the art whatnots out of the way, man. I, I really did enjoy this conversation, man. I'd like to have you back on any time to talk about this because I'm going to try to be more vigilant about keeping this in the front of everybody's mind. I'm going to really try to push the culture creators uh, telegram. As a matter of fact, let me pull that up now. And I'm going to share the link in the chat so everybody can follow it. And then uh, I will be uploading... Uh, stuff to that as often as i can i'm going to try to get as many artists as i can on there uh guys if you are an artist 
uh, that does any kind of performative art, uh, draw even if it's not performative art, even if you draw uh, anything, get a hold of me and I will make you an admin on this page so you can upload your own uh, stuff onto there, right? Because I want to get as many artists on there as we can. Vocalists, musicians, art, uh, you know, drawing artists, performative artists, uh, everything. Uh, please, guys, get a hold of me, man, and let's try to push this thing forward. Brother Aaron, you got anything you want to say on the way out of here? Uh, no, nah, man. I think uh, think we we did we did it. I think we pulled it <laughs> off, didn't we, man? Yeah, man. Uh, what about you, brother White Tuber? What do you got to say on the way out of here, man? Uh, nah, man. Good show as as always. Uh, real good uh, topic. Um, uh, we got to start doing our own shit, you know, and create our own our own stuff. Really freeing ourselves, and that's definitely got to include ours. So, but good show as always, man. Thank you for streaming tonight. Hell yeah, bro. Thank you for jumping on, man. And brother Aaron, thank you very, very much uh, for joining us tonight, man. I really enjoyed talking to you. Do you have any sort of plugs or public things you want to share in the chat or want me to share around? Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, share the um, my telegram. Aaron Art continued. Yeah, I got I'm that one. Because I was banned. Uh, don't know why, but, you know, it's just how that goes. Yeah. That's fucking criminal that, that you only got 347 people on there. We got well, it. I had a good chunk on the other one. The other one, I was almost at uh, 1,200 before they shut me down, and it was only up a couple months. So I was doing nice. really good until they fucking cucked me. Yeah. Anytime they know you're on the right side of history, they're going to shut you down, brother. <laughs> no, that. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I mean, the thing is about like having shit online is any fucking, you know, tranny that gets their like neo vagina hurt can fucking get you uh, kicked off of anything that you've spent hours and hours, you know, cultivating a following and an audience and all that. So it's just like, and eh, just pick up and go again. Fuck it. Yeah. That, because what they want you to do is give up, right? That's the whole point of this, right? They know that there's nothing they can do to actually physically hurt you in the real world. Right. So all they can do is try to badger you and harass you and abuse you to the point where you just give up. Right, so as long as we keep pushing forward, we, there's there, there's no other outcome other than we take power and we win. We just have to stay steadfast and be focused on the game. Finkelstein, what's up, brother? Hey, Finkelstein, do me a favor, man. You gave me a donation the other night, and you sent me a video, and I didn't play it. Will you send me that video? You don't got to donate or anything. Just send me that video, and I'll play it real quick, because I felt like a total asshole for doing that, man. I didn't do it intentionally. I just am absent-minded, bro. So if you'll send me that video again, if you remember which one it is, I'll play it before we get out of here. <clears throat> Uh, but yeah guys other than that man uh thank you all very much for being here man i appreciate it uh i hope y'all enjoyed the show tonight please 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 get active in, in arts and culture man it's extremely important and there are a ton of ways you can do it um i <clears throat> if anybody's interested i will start sharing i can even start sharing uh links on where to buy flow arts uh performance art props like uh poi fire staffs, things like that. I can also post tutorials on the uh, Culture Creators page so you can get your feet wet and start learning. Um, <clears throat> and guys, like I was saying with the diorama art, right, there are a ton of ways you can get into art and expression without, uh, you know, you don't have to be a great painter, right? There are many, many ways you can become uh, active and means. effective. Means, yeah, means, yeah. Uh, so please, dude, uh, please get a hold of me. I'll help in any way I can. Follow the uh, 
Culture Creators Telegram page, please, and uh, hopefully that thing will uh will 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 bud into something great. I'm going to try to get with the guys from White Art Collective and see if they uh have any artists that would like to get in on that. But here's Finkelstein's video. We're gonna play this and then we're gonna get on out of here. Oh shit! I just put my own fucking screen up there. Hold on, let me find this thing. Jesus. There it is. There it is. Okay, sorry guys. There we go. Alright. Here we go, guys. By the way, this shit right here is art too, y'all. This shit right here is art too, man. So any little video clips like this you want to post, any of that shit, just get a hold of me. What'd you say, Aaron? I do love missing Clint Eastwood movies, that's for sure. A lot of Wig Nasty's raps were fire, dude. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Regardless of everything else, he did have some pretty good raps. Yeah, what he spooks up to. Did he really Capri Sun? Wow, what's the lore on that? Hey John, man, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, sign out for tonight. It was great talking with y'all. And uh, yeah, man. Aaron, take care, brother. Have a great night, man. Thank you again for coming Hell. on. Yep, have a good night. Good night, brother.
might be my favorite one he's made so far. Yeah, I like this one. Put my bowl. I'm gonna put my bowl hat on for a minute. We'll put my bowl cut on for a second. Oh, I can't. Oh, it's being gay. Why is my shit being so fucking gay? There it is. Ball cut. Great fucking video there, Finkelstein. No, no shit, I think that's my favorite one uh, you've made so far, bro. That was fucking really good, man. Hell yeah. Alright, man. What do you think, Tuber? I'm out, huh? I'm out of, I'm out of things to talk about, bro. Uh, <laughs> we can keep riding if you want to, but I don't know, man. I'm fucking... That's uh, up to you. Yeah, I'm out of things to talk about, man. <laughs> All right. I blew my yeah, wad on the sure. art thing, man. It was a fun show for sure, man. It was a fun show. That was a that was a good ass video from Fink too. Yeah, we gotta keep an eye on Fink, huh? Fink, get some volume, bro. He's been going crazy busy lately. <laughs> He's been popping up like videos nonstop. The, and man, that, that shit takes time, dude. I that shit is something I am. Uh, it, it I struggle with video. Editing. It doesn't make itself. You gotta decide what am I gonna show? What am I gonna put next? Yeah. You have to add that old vision, right? That's kind of like that vision I was talking about with the art, right? Of having that picture in your head of what you're going to make. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Well, shit, guys. Thank you all very much for being here, man. I hope you all enjoyed the show, man. Real quick before we leave, I want to thank Piper, Chain Reaction, DeWitt, Thug of the Goat, Char Fuhrer, Rooftop Carolina, Zach, and Blarney Schlubble for the uh, Odyssey donations. And John eight forty four and Andel Chanter for the uh, Kofi donations. I appreciate y'all very very much, man. That really does help a lot, man. It's hard. Uh, and you got Hank around. coming in late and low and fast. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, Hank coming in hot, dude. Hank, brother, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, thank you very much, bro. Uh, yeah, this we're finding the end of it here. So at, on Fridays we're gonna try to go a little bit earlier in the night because I realized that on Fridays. I'm competing with, like, a whole fucking shit ton of people. Like, everybody streams at 9 on Friday. Uh, and I'm doing and, and 7 now, too, so it's perfect, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? And, a, and, and apparently everybody would rather watch fat, autistic faggots than sit here and watch my show. So I tried to fucking uh, reschedule Johnny concedes, Chad. He concedes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys rather watch that fat asshole who literally shows his fucking bare asshole on stream than come over here and hang out with old Fash, but... It's hey all guys, right, man. You know, I, I appreciate all the support you're showing Johnny tonight. He's like myself. He's a father. He's a real man in the real world here, spending his very limited, precious time here doing this for you guys. And so it's always good to be white and to show, you know, appreciation. You know, it's really amazing stuff. Thank you for all the support here tonight. A hundred percent. And real quick, I don't want to look over this. I guess I missed this. I'm sorry, Zach. I seen this. Uh, I just now saw this. And this is a great fucking idea, actually. He says, uh, 
Instead of sending out a t-shirt, you could feature a fundraiser for one of our guys. The top donor could get to pick a month's feature case, i.e. Huh. That is an actually pretty... Uh, Zach, uh, get a hold of me on Telegram and let's talk about that a little bit. I don't really understand what you're saying. Featured case, i.e. the fundraiser for Jupiter Paulson's family. The top donor could get to pick the... Oh, oh, okay, I got you, I got you. The top donor picks which cause we're going to raise money for that month. That's actually a really good idea. That's actually a really, really good idea. Thank you for the, the thing there, bro. And Hank, thank you very much, brother. Uh, I tried to put the... I put the thing out... <clears throat> Way early this morning on Telegram to kind of let everybody know we were going early today. And this is going to, I'm going to try to make this the new time slot on yeah, Friday. I like it, Johnny, because I can take Mrs. Whitetuber out now, you know? Right. And that's kind of the same right. thing with me, right? Yeah, we can get this knocked out and still have a weekend, right? And right. still get to hang out with everybody and, you know, not have to deal with all the congestion at that old time slot, man. So, yeah, man, I think it's going to work out. So, guys, and I get off I early like on Fridays, too. So, yeah, this will be the new time, 7 p.m. Eastern on fridays guys yeah thank you all very much for being here hank thank you very much for that uh donation there at the end of the shit uh yeah guys thank you all very very much man i appreciate it man i hope y'all enjoyed it uh i hope y'all enjoyed the talk about art i know we usually make fun of niggers and crazy shit like that but uh art and culture creating is a huge part of what we need to be doing here and it's a huge thing that we're missing uh we've got a pretty good handle on the politics the uh, community building is starting to pick up. That's starting to move forward and gain traction. Now we need to start focusing more on art and culture building because that shit belongs to us anyway, man. It belongs to and, us. And, it's and, ours. And chat, remember, uh, all these guys tonight are sharing stories with you on how certain pieces of art by content creators help bring them into the light. So this shit is extremely important. The arguments made to these things uh, blow away a lot of times the most profound verbal arguments. Yep. A hundred percent. I mean, think about what we were saying. And, and for me personally, I even and I meant that when I said it, think about how much of an influence Murdoch Murdoch had on you. I mean, seriously, right. think about that. Seriously. Like, seriously. Even even if you didn't realize it at the time, go back and think of what was said in those Murdoch Murdoch episodes and think about how that bled into your ideology. And that's the way that is what Jews use to indoctrinate people. Television, yes. movies, cartoons right that is what jews use to indoctrinate people because like we said earlier they know they know how powerful it is so we have to start fucking taking control of this man and doing it for ourselves guys thank you all very very much for being here as always take care of yourselves and take care of each other one people one struggle god bless y'all family fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool and fuck you i'm out Come night, they'll have a 
our children in their sights But if they don't have faith, their eyes are blind They can scream and they can shout But they can never smoke a sound Keep your rifle by your side Singing, oh Lord, this earth was made for us Singing, oh Lord, this simple life just ain't enough When we hear the voice, we know we have no other choice Keep your rifle by your side They'll have bombs and they'll have tanks Cause they've got money in their banks But we won't fall as long as we can fight They'll go on to reach their gates But they won't get past the gate Keep your rifle by your side Singing, oh Lord Your face, I know I must protect my place.